Okay, Agun Arab Shabbos, your favorite time of the week. This year is dedicated by my dear friend, Rabbi Tzal Rose of Los Angeles. Le'ilay Nishmas, his brother, Tzvi ben Levi Yitzchak, and the Shabbos have an Aliyah. Okay. Rashi says, Parak Chavav Just a Ha'ara, that Shiftei Ka'edos L'Yisrael, that Hashem added the Yud and the He to the names of the Shvatim, because uh, the Mitzrayim would mock them and say, you know, if we dominated your bodies, you don't think we ruled over your wives? There's no way your lineage is pure. So Hashem put a Yud and a He in, the, in their names so that uh, to testify they remain pure. Rashi says, what about Yimna? Rashi says, Yimna anyway begins with the Yud and a He. But I don't understand why by everyone else's name does Hashem first put the He and then put the Yud. Why does he do it backwards? If Shiftei Ka Eidos Yisrael and Yimna doesn't need an addition because it has a Yud and a He, so then why does Hashem make it Habali Ha Ashveli Ha Achirami Hachufami? So you say, well, it doesn't read otherwise. What is it going to say? Yechufama. So I would say, yeah, let it say that. What's the problem? Since when do we, uh, is that the only reason? Hashem made his name backward because otherwise it wouldn't read well? Next. So we're counting the Jewish people. And when we get to Ruvain, it mentions Dustin and Aviram. And then it goes off on a tangent. Dasan Vaviram, oh, you know what happened to them? They died. <laughs> a whole bunch of psukim. Dasan Vaviram, Dasan Vaviram Kriyeo Eida, Ashahita Amajal Aroin, Badas Koirach, Vatsoisam Alashem, Vatsiptah Rudas Pia, Vatsivla Oisam, Vas Koirach, the Moiso Eida. I'm going to reveal to you some personal information. When I'm talking to someone, and they're, te- they're telling me something, and then they say, you know, this reminded me of, and they, they distract themselves. I don't like that. There's not enough time in the day. But if somebody has to tell you something, they better get to the point. Because, oh, this reminded me of, pal, just tell me what you got to tell me. You know, otherwise it's not clear thinking. It's not coherent. And the worst thing is, a guy gets up to speak, and he says, well... You know, I'm not prepared to speak. Really? If you're not prepared to speak, we have another uh, option over here. You don't have to. Don't make anyone suffer because you're not prepared. Or somebody says, you know, I was thinking about speaking about... Really? You know, it's bad enough we have to hear what you're going to speak about. Now we have to hear what you're thinking about speaking about. So you always have to be careful when you get up to speak. You have to show respect to the people. Because otherwise, you know, you're, t- you're broadcasting. You don't value them. You don't value their time. What's the Torah doing over here? It's digressing to tell you, by the way, what happened to Dasan Aviram? They're Kriyeho Eida. And they, they fought against Moshev Aaron. And you know what else? Vatif Tachar says, Pia. Vatif says, And you know who else? Kairach also. We're in the middle of counting the Jewish people. Why are we diverting with the story that we remember from two weeks ago. Unless there's an obligation to do this, 
because shame Rishaim Yerkav. You mentioned Dasan Aviram. You can't give them that. You're just going to say their name? You can't just say their name. Shame Rishaim Yerkav. The name of the wicked should rot. So how do we make their name rot? If you're going to count them, we're going to tell you all the gory details that the earth swallowed they were sinful and they were guilty and they were rotten and they got consumed. But then it's interesting, the Torah says, by the way, B'nai Kairach lo'i mesu. Who said anything about the B'nai Kairach? So, it's very interesting over here that the Torah goes off on a tangent, on a tangent, on a tangent. By the way, you can say the same thing with Aaron Oinon. You know, in counting the B'nai Yehuda, and take a look in Chavav Yates. So the Pazit, B'nai Yehuda, Erev Oinon. Vayom Oseh Ron Meretz why, why, do you, why are you telling me this? Of what row? We know that already. It said that in Vayigash. Why are we telling me this? It said that in Vayishev. Maybe the same thing. We said their name, but we can't, we can't give them that credit. We have to... Uh, they did something wrong, so it has to be said. Next question. This one was really bothering me. Chavav Mem. Vayu v'nei Vela, Ard v'na'aman. Bella had two kids, Ard and Na'aman. I would have written the end of the Pasuk, Mishpachas ha'ardi, Mishpachas ha'na'ami. It says Bella had two kids, Ard v'na'aman. It says Mishpachas ha'ardi, Lina'aman, Mishpachas ha'na'ami. Why do you have to say Lina'aman? You didn't say Le'ard, Mishpachas ha'ardi. So why do you need to say Lina'aman, Mishpachas by Ardi, you said Mishpachas Ardi. So say Mishpachas Hanami. Why do you have to say the word Lenaman? Then Chaf Vav Membeis Leshucham. Who's Shucham? Rashi says Chushim. Why did he get his name changed? What happened? Would you like if someone did that to you? You know your name is uh, you know Yaakov. So who's your? What's your name? Bakaya. Oh, it's, just, uh, it's the same guy. Yeah, but why did he get his name changed? We explained Achi became Achiram. We explained why um, Mupim be, became uh, Chupim. But what happened to uh, Shucham? The interesting thing we find in this week's parsha that the Nachla of Eretz Yisrael was different than any other Nachla. Normally, the Nachla works. The living inherit the dead. But Eretz Yisrael, it didn't work like that. The dead inherit the living. How's that? Based on the number of living descendants, that's how many allotted portions go to the ancestors and then get divvied up by the descendants. So just, what, why? Why? Usually Nachala works where somebody dies, the living get it. It has to be, by the way, there's something very uh, profound over here, where the Jews that entered Eretz Yisrael, they were merely piggybacking, they were, so to speak, the agent with which the the Yotzei Mitzrayim were entering Eretz Yisrael. Normally, the descendants are climbing on the shoulders of of their ancestors. Here it has to be there's, uh, that spiritually, it's the Yotzei Mitzrayim that are p- 
piggybacking on the shoulders of those who enter Eretz Yisrael to enter Eretz Yisrael. Okay, you ready for this? Somebody's got to help me with this. On the words came Benoist Slavcha Doibrais. They spoke well. Says Rashi. They're saying good. Fortunate is someone that Hashem is Moida to. What in the world is Rashi saying? Fortunate is someone that Hashem agrees to them? The Benoist Slavcha wanted land. They asked Moshe. And Hashem said, yes, they're speaking correctly. How does Rashi know that what Hashem is saying is, fortunate is someone that Hashem agrees to them? Where did Rashi get that comment from? Where do you see that in the Pasuk? Rashi is not here to tell me uh, inspirational messages. He's trying to tell me Pshat in the Pasuk. Cain benoit slavcha They spoke well. Also, it's like a stira to the previous Rashi, because the previous Rashi says, we see from here that they saw what Moshe's eye didn't see. So then how do you know that Hashem was saying, fortunate is someone who Hashem agrees to? Maybe what the Pasuk is saying is, they saw what Moshe didn't see. Okay. Now, this this is such a powerful question. Keep you up for a few nights. Don't listen to it. I don't want to disturb anybody's sleep. Okay? You could go back to your regular. Parakhav Zayim Pasigid Gimel. It says that Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron died because they failed to sanctify God's name, the Mei Mariva. Hey, Mei Mariva's Kadesh Medbatsin. Says Rashi. Every time it talks about Moshe's death, it talks about his sin. Because it was decreed on the Dara Midbar that they should die in the Midbar because they didn't believe. So Moshe asked Hashem, Hashem, please write my sin so that nobody says, I was from the rebels. So that's why the Pesach says, go up to the mountain, look at the land of Israel, but you can't go in because you sinned against me. Moshe asked Hashem, whenever you write my death, I want you to write my sin. I have one simple question. How in the world does Rashi know that Moshe asked Hashem to write this? Maybe Hashem wrote it because he didn't want to embarrass Moshe. But how does Rashi know that Moshe asked Hashem? It says somewhere in the Chumash that Moshe asked Hashem. Why is Rashi adding that? Where did Rashi get that from? We're going to end off with the biggest question of all. Parak Chavches Pasigetes The Karbanos of Pesach Rashi says, Par keneged Avraham. Ayol keneged Yitzchak. Kavastim keneged Yaakov. Rashi, you're a little bit too late. Why? We just had Rosh Chodesh. On Rosh Chodesh you bring... Why didn't Rashi say earlier? 
Parim Kineged Avram, Ayo Kineged Yitzchak. Why is Rashi only commenting on the Karbanis of Pesach? He should have commented by the first Karbanis mentioned, Rosh Chodesh. I'm sorry to disturb your sleep, but, you know, these are questions that I had on the Parsha, and maybe somebody will come up with some good answers. I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos. Have a good Shabbos, everyone. Um, Thank you. I will see everyone, Bezos Hashem, next Wednesday, not this coming Wednesday, the following Wednesday, in about 10 days, a week and a half, okay? So there's no shear next Friday. There's no shear. There's no shear this coming Wednesday or Friday. Monday there is. Monday, it's not so clear. It might be very short Monday. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Rob. Okay. Looking forward. Hatslacha. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Kalto. 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 Kalto.